0: Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Rise of You podcast. I am your host. Nettalina, thank you for joining me today. I'm incredibly excited to jump into this episode. So we're just going to go straight into it. Um, I'm sitting here today with Ione Butler. She's the founder of Uplifting Content. She recently just spoke at the Empowerment Rise Conference here in Newport Beach, and um, I was honored to be a part of of her show and uh, her live stream, Uplifting Content. And so we decided that we were going to do an interview with her live and in person. So she's sitting here with me right now today. And we have a really incredible conversation, and we're about to, um, really just talking about the world, where it's going, the vision behind Uplifting Content that Ione created. She's originally from the UK. She's an incredible actress. Um, She's a woman of many different talents and many different faces, Um, and she has an incredible journey that we want to share with you guys today, really bringing inspiration, motivation, and positivity to the world and bringing it to the forefront instead of a lot of the negativity And the things that we see on social media, society, uh, public media, Ione is really trying to change that vision and start bringing forward the light and the positive things that are happening in the world. So enjoy this podcast episode with Ione and I. Ione, thank you so much for being here. It's really such an honor. I always like to start off the show by letting the audience
1: get to know our guests. So go ahead, tell us about yourself in your own words. Sure, I am from the UK originally, and I moved to LA about six years ago for acting. Acting and uh, voiceover—it's my sort of passion and just first love. And about two years ago, I just kind of felt like I hit a wall. I was starting to just not feel good about the work that I was doing. Had a bunch of self-doubts. Was also looking at the type of TV shows that I was desperate to be in, and didn't really—I wa- don't really watch them or appreciate the type of content and the and the subjects that were being spoken about. So I was like, why am I so desperately trying to break into something that I don't even really want to be in that much? And so I just decided to take a, take a break from that. And at the time, I was really close friends with a guy who's an amazing content creator, influencer, um, and just saw how he had taken ownership of his career and future by making content, putting it online, building a following. And I just thought that's fantastic. And so two years ago, I started uplifting content, which was formerly Unified Soul Theory. Um, and it was uh, basically a hub of inspiration. So we create and share uplifting content because I really believe that the world needs more of it and that's actually our tagline and I ended up traveling around the world I love to travel I've been doing that and documenting my adventures in videos and going to some really incredible personal development events and retreats all around the world and just kind of just growing and learning in that way and building a brand and working on other businesses and now I two years later just realize how much I miss and love acting, stepping back into that again but but I just feel like I'm in such a different place now where i it, it's it's for the love of it, I don't need to do it, yeah. and um that pressure's been taken off now, and so i've i' i'm I'm auditioning and and booking and working um from a place of much more confidence, so that's that's where I'm at now,
0: so I'd love to talk a little bit more about uplifting content and I guess the journey behind that, you know, I know the world needs more of it. Absolutely right. And so many of us are exposed to things that aren't uplifting, whether it's the news or reality TV, you know, not passing any judgment. Just there's a lot out there that it really makes an impression on our brain. It makes an impression on how we show up every day. And a lot of us don't realize that the content that we're consuming really makes an impact and sometimes not the best way. Oh yeah. So, I'd love to hear a little bit more about the journey of what really sparked this idea for you to create a platform where everything is just to help
1: people feel better and live better. Yes, good question. Um all my life I've dealt with depression on and off. Um it comes and goes in waves. Um and it's something that I've I've I struggled with. And I realized that I mean, I wouldn't say that a lot of it was caused by the news, but, like, a lot of the things that I was consuming depressed me, Mm -hmm. made me feel awful. And also, when I was in these states, I I hated, I hate that feeling of just, like, not caring about anything, not having my passion for life and wanting to connect with people and do things. Like, I hate being in that space because I know what I'm like on the other side of it. And so whenever I would feel... You know, and and also when I was younger, I didn't realize or understand that it was depression. And So kind of when I grew through that and started to learn and understand myself a bit better, I would always try to find things that would uplift me, and I would scroll through Netflix or TV, and it's just like I just want to watch something that inspires me, yeah. that like can help get me out of this funk, can really help just like teach me something and there were two documentaries I found on Netflix one was happy and one was Mm -hmm. I am and like literally that was it (laughs) and I was like why is there no more for like just something for people that when you want to be uplifted when you want to be reminded of the good in humanity when you want to learn something um where is that stuff and so that's why I created uplifting content and I like to see it as a hub of inspiration and I share my stuff and um also share work from other people, influencers that are, you know, quite well known. And then also just regular people who have, you know, just d- help promote them and get their voices out, who are trying to make something to help other people. So it came from that, just wanting somewhere that you people could go to be uplifted.
0: Yeah, I, it's funny because while you were talking, I was thinking about what do I watch? <laughs> and I realized that I... I don't, I don't have, I don't have cable anymore. I do have, you know, the fire stick and literally all I watch is Oprah soul sessions (laughs) on YouTube. Uplifting content. Uplifting content because it's, um, I don't, it affects me so much. Yeah. And I've been able to recognize that if I watch something that hits me in a harsh way, I can't sleep. Right. It affects the productivity of me and, being able to just be consumed by knowledge that just feels good. And um, like you said, it exposes you to people that are doing great things for humanity. Mm. It completely changes my day. And it also puts me in check when I am feeling a certain way, you know, sometimes yeah. it'll give you a little bit of a gratitude. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, thank you. Um, where do you see this going? I mean, do you find, especially right now in society, there's so much that's going on and, I feel like there's an energetic shift that's happening. Um, and I don't i don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's bad. Right now, I feel like we're in an angry state. Um, meaning that there's so much happening in media. So much going on between men and women. So much going on in the world. And we're just like right in the crux of it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And um, there's a lot of emotions going on. And it just feels... I really don't know what it feels like, but do you, do you think that uplifting content and what you're doing right now, where do you see it going? How do you see it making an impact?
1: So touching on something that you said um, before it was about, um, you were talking about um, when we, uh, what was it again? Like how what we're consuming ha- plays yeah. an impact on and affects our mood. I totally agree with that. We, you, I say, people say we are what, you are what you eat. I say you are what you consume. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're consuming has an impact, and I think that is leading to a lot of the unsettledness with people whether it's you know the the content the food just everything is just really not that helpful um and i think i don't know i wouldn't know i wouldn't say that it's angry perhaps um definitely some people are angry frustrated there's just a lot of unsettledness and unhappiness which i think is a good thing because then at least it just is that force for change like unfortunately with humans people human beings as a as a population won't do anything until there's a crisis and things are really bad yes and so it's it's good that there's an unrest because it's like we need to fix the systems that are running our world that are not healthy or sustainable so as as saddening as it is and even with the you know with the the presidential election i'm like i think this is a good thing because now we can see what is going on for we can see the kind of the, the attitudes that people have. We, we know what we're dealing with now, whereas when you don't know what you're dealing with, it's a problem. yes And so back to the question about how uplifting content plays in all of this, I think that it's important to balance all of the, the fear-mongering, all of the this is awful and all this is happening with the opposite of that, all the remarkable people that are doing incredible things. And we, in the news, we have a negative bias because it, it makes sense. It, back in our, Back throughout our history, our ancestors paid more attention to dangers and risks because it would save their lives. Like, if you hear a rustling in a bush, you have to worry that it's a tiger or something so that you can run if you need to. Like, it makes sense. That's that's the negativity bias. But now we kind of have this kind of everybody pays a lot of attention to the negative, more attention than is necessary yeah. at the expense of disregarding all of the incredible things that are happening. And so it makes me so sad to hear people say, you know, what, you know what's this world coming to? Or, you know, we've got no hope. And, you know, d- even just thinking, an example that I do a lot is the shooting that happened in Vegas last year. Um, you know, one mentally unstable person shot at and killed a ton of people. But for that one person that did that, thousands of amazing people rallied together to donate, to give blood, to support the people, the victims, to help the you know the, the emergency teams and doctors and nurses. All of these incredible people, thousands if not millions of people, jumped to help their fellow humans. But someone would see that and go, what's the world coming to? You? Everything is awful, because of one mentally ill person. And so all I'm trying to do is shift the perspective. Um, just, and balance out the stories that we're hearing that we're telling ourselves. Like, yes, these things happen, but for every one of these horrible things happening, there's millions of people doing incredible things. More people are loving, caring, compassionate, hardworking people, want to help their neighbours, want to love and connect and do good for each other than there are, you know, murderers or whatever. Yeah. But it's just, it's like, let's, let's look at the whole picture, you know?
0: I feel like... um now, this is a general statement, and, I, and I'm aware of that. It's almost like it's an addiction for yeah, many people. Yeah, It's like people are addicted to the fear or the violence or um, the things that they see on television that don't make them feel good, right? Yeah. How many of us are addicted to those reality shows where they're ripping each other's hair out? How many of us right, so are weird. addicted to TV shows where it's all about murder and death and... and and we're not even talking about real, you know, live TV. We're just talking about series and stuff that are created. Why, why do you think that that is? Why is this an
1: addiction? Why is it something, does it make us feel better? What? So here's the thing. Like when I started uplifting content, I had this very strong belief that people, um, you know, you shouldn't watch anything that's negative because, you know, it affects you. Some people do genuinely have an interest. I was at an event in Italy a couple months ago, and I was with this fantastic woman. She's a coach. She does all sorts of amazing things. She loves reality TV. And I was just like, I think <laughs> reality TV is the demise of human civilization. Like, what do you get from that? And she says... I just think it's fascinating to watch these human interactions and see where people are going wrong and to see where all the conflict comes from because then I can look at it and go, that's how, you know, that, that's... She, she looks at it from a an objective point of view to understand human relationships and where things aren't working. And I was like, I see that now. That and makes I'm like, sense, yeah. good for you, that works with what you're doing. And But the problem is, a lot of people will not look at it in that way and watch it and and think that this is how you know just get stuck on that attention thing or 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 want to have a conflict or see how people are arguing and think that that's the way to solve an issue or to communicate with people which is completely not helpful at all um so so I, I struggle. I, I'm, I'm trying to be less judgmental with like, you shouldn't watch this sort of with those murder, murder mystery things. What I would say, not murder mystery, like the sort of murder investigation Crime shows. Investigation, yeah. And yeah. sometimes it's because people are just fascinated by the science and then the uncovering and all that type of stuff. But what I would say is if you find that what you are watching makes you feel bad after you watch it then maybe it's worth reconsidering what you're watching. And you asked, Mm. why do you think we get addicted to it? And it's really interesting you said that because I'm reading a book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And he is, I mean, he's a genius. Um, And he talks a lot about, we get... um, we we start to kind of live in a certain emotional uh, place and our body kind of remembers that, it, it embodies that and remembers these kind of lower vibrational feelings and it, that becomes the norm. And we kind of get addicted to these types of feelings. Um, and so that could explain why people want to get stuck. You know, someone that is, is it kind of comes from like a, a depressing place, they then start to, attract things that make them feel more depressed rather than shift yeah. and move themselves out of that thing. So I kind of butchering it really, cause it's very scientific and technical, but there's scientific background as to, you know, why we become addicted to these things and why we get stuck in these places, but it can be changed. And it starts with awareness, awareness of what's going on, awareness with how, what you're consuming and how it's affecting you for the the news. For example, I would just feel hopeless and just awful after watching it so i stopped watching it um certain shows give me nightmares and make me feel really restless the first few seasons of game of thrones like just like (laughs) horrible like women retreated so horribly and just everything was so violent and it was just really impacting me emotionally um i continued watching the show unfortunately but it is a fantastic show and it, it did get less sort of gruesome and horrific towards women but like as again just pay attention to how these things are impacting you and if, if you get if it's just just curiosity and you just carry on your day like high as a kite, great. But if you are feeling low and down and that is triggering it, change it. Or even fearful.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That's a big one. That's a really I mean that's a good point and that's a great perspective of, you know, how does it make you feel? It's funny that you said that about Game of Thrones, because I had that too. There's Mm. a couple episodes where I lost sleep because of it. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I still watch it. I'm a major fan. Yeah. (laughs) But no, you're right. The the key is how does it make you feel? And when you're done watching it, what is the effect that it has? Yes. And absolutely, there are some people that can watch it, and boom, it's out of their mind, and, and they go about their day. And there's people like myself that can really affect me throughout the day,
1: and you know, Oprah's soul conversations is all I can take. Yeah. And, (laughs) yeah, I think, and again, it's just listening to ourselves and just being in tune with that is important. Mm. I love that. And I, and I love the work that you're doing with uplifting content.
0: And I love that, um, you know, you're making a positive difference in the world and feeding the minds of young, old men, women, it doesn't matter. Just exposing them to something that's more positive positive. I'd love to jump into the power section of the interview and ask about one book that you're currently reading that's having a major impact on
1: you that you want to share with us. I, I mean, I'm reading the uh, I'm reading Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Joe Dispenza right now, and I love it because it's it's a lot of law of attraction stuff, but from a scientific perspective, and um, just like even even just like a, a physics, um, just yeah how, how all of that works. And every time I pick it up and read it, I'm reminded about these deep-seated sort of subconscious limiting beliefs that I have that'm I'm, I'm working on, bringing to the surface and shifting and changing because you know a lot of people, like a lot of friends of mine just like struggling, trying, like, really trying to break through with something and or you know if it comes acting, for example, a couple of girlfriends that are really pushing it with the acting, and then they're just not getting anywhere and i was like you need to l- look at the beliefs in you like because if you're not changing that regardless of the action it is not going to shift and there's definitely myself with like relationships um mind blowing uh, experience happened I went to a communication workshop a couple of weeks ago and one of the things that the guy said was about being more flirtatious in life and just being more flirty with people, you know, just having that in your life. And I realized that in a situation where I'd meet a guy, I would kind of expect them to come to me and I would avoid eye contact and just sort of just play coy and just, which isn't me at all. And so he said that and I just decided to just be more open and now I'm like speaking to guys and smiling and just... Starting those conversations and being more flirtatious and friendly, and things are changing. And the belief that I had before was that, you know, for whatever reason, you know, I don't look at them because you know whatever, and they should come to me or whatever it was that was going on before. It wasn't serving me. So until we like unravel these things, we're going to keep with the same results happening exactly. over and over again. And another book that um, I am listening to in the car is um, "We Need to Talk" um, by Celeste headley i'm actually interviewing her for my podcast um next week i think and it's all about again the art of communication and it's i love things like that just anything that sort of teaches me how to better communicate yeah. and just yeah i just love it she's a um uh a, a, like a, a, a news a, a reporter a host Journalist, and um, it's just kind of all of her years of experience, yeah, and it's, it's with people. super fascinating. Yeah,
0: I think we um, we had her on the episode, we had her on the podcast. Amazing! I think it was ten episodes ago because she amazing did, her TED Talk was amazing. Oh, I haven't seen it. Okay, I need to see amazing that. Amazing TED Talk, yeah. Um, so that's really exciting, absolutely. And I, the first book that you, I'm familiar with the second book, but the first book I'm very fascinated by. Mm. I'd like to to, to read that. Um, what's one value Ioni, that you constantly stick by throughout your
1: journey, something that's just a non-negotiable. Um, well, I don't know if it's a value, but be impeccable with your word. Um, just integ- like, in, I guess integ- that'd be integrity. I think, yeah. Um, I always seek to speak my truth and be honest um and real with with not just other people but with myself mm-hmm. um you know when I'm in a situation that I don't want to be in just you know checking that and being like if I don't want to be here or I don't know I actually don't want to do that or just being honest with people not stringing people along not making false promises just being very honest if and, and again just being very honest with stuff like not, not, just not lying <laughs> just not lying with things I had somebody ask me today about oh you know you've got this amazing forum on your website and I was like actually it's just really not he's like tell me about that and I was like actually it's really not working going very well um, I'm not kind of getting the engagement that I hope with it so I was thinking to remove it which is a shame and um, just being able to say you know that's not working as opposed to trying and yeah. find make up something yeah. to sound like yeah. it is um, so yeah integrity is, is big
0: I love that and what would you say if you can leave the world with one final message? We here at Rise at View call it the Golden Nugget. What would be your golden nugget
1: um This one, I don't think it's one. There's always going to be tons. I said another one earlier in in an interview. But I think um, this too shall pass is a mantra that or a a quote that I love, um, not only as a reminder that the tough times will pass, but also a reminder that the good times, everything good, everything that exists, every relationship, every experience, everything will end. And some people might see that as like a depressing, awful thing. But for me, what it does is it reminds me of, so savor that moment. So enjoy that moment. So be present in that moment because it's going to end as is, as will everything. So enjoy things fully now. um, And then when you're going through tough times, remember that it, it, it will pass. Absolutely. And
0: lastly, as you know, this is the Rise Up For You podcast. This is the company Rise Up For You. When you hear that phrase, I always like to ask what comes to your mind personally?
1: Um, I like I j- oh well because we did have a little chat before so I do feel like I'm cheating a little bit. But <laughs> when you spoke about it, um, it, I just love the for you bit. Um, that really resonates because it's like do it, do it for you. No one else is gonna do it for you. Um, do it for you and do the things that you really want to do. Because again, it's like we have to be good with us before we can serve mm-hmm. other people. It's mm-hmm. that, you know, saying on airplanes, secure your safety mask before you, extra mask before you help others. Like we need to take care of us. We need to work on us before we can go out and serve. So, I mean, it's, it's, you hit the nail on the head with that one. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and lastly, you know, again, it's been really an honor to have you on this show and I'm excited to foster this relationship and friendship mm. more. I'd love to know how do we stay connected to you, what's coming up next for you, and um, where can we find you?
1: Well, I'll be at your event on the 3rd of November. <laughs> <You will? laughs> definitely somewhere I'll be. Um, uplifting content is the website. And um, I'll also, uh, if it's okay, I might send you a link just to connect to my, yeah. sign up for my email update. Because as we've spoken about previously with social media and stuff, I can tell you to follow all the stuffs, which, you know, feel free to go and follow all the stuffs, but you might not always see it. So I have an email update and, you know, send an email out less than once a month because I'm, I'm <laughs> pretty bad at it. Um, but when something's going on, I put everything on there. Um, a project that I'm really passionate about is um, Uplifting Stories book series, a uh, book that I'm working on. Um, and yeah, just in- interviewing really inspiring, remarkable people that have great stories. I love that. Yeah. I love that.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining us today on the Rise Up For You podcast series. We're here to serve you and inspire you to become your best self so that you can live a life that you are proud of. If you haven't already head over to our website, riseupforyou.com and explore through all that we have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe while you're there for exclusive materials sent to you weekly, and also subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and any other major podcast channel. Join us for our next episode, but until we meet again, rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater you tomorrow.